Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, of all the street fights, bar fights you've seen in Las Vegas, we had one in the infield for the NASCAR Cup Series race today. Bubba Wallace taking on Kyle Larson. We'll get to that, Freak Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our viewers on our YouTube page and, of course, many Facebook pages out there. Thank you guys for hanging out. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Suave's here. Many radio affiliates across the country. Coming up in the show this hour, Christopher Bell, who was knocked out because of what happened between Kyle Larson and mm-hmm. And Bubba Wallace, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Second hour, Raquel Rodriguez. WW, she is a growing WWE superstar, and I mean that figuratively. Uh, literally, she's 5'10", 5'11". She is a gorgeous badass. Okay. Just say, uh, as long as you Nation. say badass, because yeah. that she is. WWE superstar, uh, next NXT champion. She'll be here. And we'll also hear from Justin Ashley, NHRA top fuel winner from Dallas. He'll be checking, <laughs> he'll be checking in from uh winner's circle. Uh, Statman, you've been in a couple of winner's circles before when it comes to the <laughs> NHRA. Do you think we'll get a word in edgewise when it comes to music and all the beer that's being slashed around? All the beer, all the music, all the engines starting up in the background, all the celebrations. Mm-hmm. Could be a fight. Yeah. Speaking oh, of fight. You said fight. You said fight. We've had a few fights. Who was Joey Logano punches his ticket into the finale, the final four. Yeah, Bubba Wallace punches Kyle. Kyle does not. Kyle doesn't take it. We have a lot to unwrap with what happened today in Las Vegas. You know, they, they call it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They call okay. it a fight. But when it was one side, when Kevin Harvick and Kyle Bush do it, it's passion. When uh, Wallace does it, it's a fight. Uh, I don't no, they said fights who, who many sa- times says before. Who says that, man? Who Every, says that? Everybody says that. When guys go after each other, that big fight between, uh, was it Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon, they're just passionate drivers who are trying to get their point across. But when No, uh, I've, heard, I've heard people say fights with drivers, yeah, arguments, okay. disputes, temperaments many times. I haven't, I mean, I've, I've heard every once in a while that the word passion thrown in there, but no, I've, I mean, Jimmy Spencer and Kurt Busch, those were fights. <laughs> <laughs> the down the back stretch at Daytona, that was a fight. Oh, that There's- was, that was a fight. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, they, Kale Yarborough kept taking his face and hitting um, uh, Bobby Allison's fist with it. Allison hasn't figured that out yet. <laughs> so freak nation was it a fight was it passion we'll get to that coming up here in the show it's a hell of a show we didn't expect to be we we talk about this we have kind of pre-show meetings for a lot of radio and tv shows now aren't necessarily spent 30 or 45 minutes just before the show it's a text thread that starts throughout the day and i just said it earlier today i said man nascar just keeps giving and giving and giving with uh our Pre-show meeting, I just said, man, this uh, this Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, passionate exchange that man was uh, uh, just just wrote the topics for us, Freak Nation. And you guys can chime in 
on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Oh, we, people are chiming. Uh, we see your comments there. <laughs> Be sure to chime in with it. All right. Uh, Suave, you put a poll up there as soon as it happened, my friend. Uh, what was the poll and what are the results as we speak? Check it out at Speed Freaks on our Twitter page. And I made it simple. So it's in the eye of the beholder what I meant by this particular question. All I'm asking is who you got, Kyle Larson or Bubba Wallace? 76.6% Kyle Larson, 23.4% Bubba Wallace. Make up your own mind what I actually meant by that poll. I can mean in an actual you fight. A boxing glove, Richie. You have yeah. a boxing glove next to it. You have a, you know, a, a solo cup. You know. Let's take racing out of this. Let's take the retaliation out of this. Let's just take two boys next to each other fighting in a passionate fight. Okay, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace. I'm sorry. Who is voting on this poll? There's no way Kyle Larson wins in a fight no. against Bubba Wallace. He didn't there want any no of it. Way. He didn't want any of it, man. You saw Kyle going, ah! <laughs> and he even said that in one of his post-race interviews, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. People, come on. I mean, this is not about right or wrong. This is just who you got. And clearly, Bubba Wallace would win that fight. Well, let me play devil's advocate here. Oh, do that. And I cannot find the devil in me to play the advocate. No. <laughs> there's, there's no way around it, man. I mean, Kyle Larson versus Bubba Wallace. You would I think can't. Larson, with all the experience he has in dirt tracks across America, that he would have been in at least one fight if just to get his uh, guarantee from the promoter. But, uh, yeah, he didn't want any part of, of Wallace in that one. We are joining another round of our Sports Map Extravaganza. Sports Map Network joining the Freak Nation right about now. You got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. We're talking about Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson getting after it. Let me reset this thing quickly. We have Christopher Bell, who was knocked out of today's cup race because of what happened between Larson and Wallace. He's going to be joining us at 40 past the hour. Second hour, WWE superstar will be in here. And Justin Ashley, NHRA top fueler, will be here in the Freak Nation. Your stat man, Scat, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes coming up. But let's get back into that conversation before we have to break here in about two minutes. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, stat man, please state that. What you said prior to us joining the Sports Map Network, what was that you said? No, I think that uh, when uh, when Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick, when they get in fights, they're passionate and uh, they just they just want that there's too much passion involved. <laughs> too much passion. <laughs> are, are we having a love scene, Statman? Well, no. It's a fight. Yeah, but when uh, when Daryl Wallace gets involved, it's a fight, you know, and he should be suspended. And he wrecked him, and all oh, you know, you know, come on. Hold on, let, let, let's go to what you just said. There. there are a lot of people on social media calling for a suspension, and to give a little context here, NASCAR typically doesn't get involved in retaliatory issues like this one, like what, what was done today. I mean, Bubba. Kyle said it was retaliatory. Bubba didn't quite say that. He doesn't want to admit it, but it was. Now, wait a minute. What he said was, what he said was, when he went into the wall, his car was wrecked and his steering was out, and that's why he went across the track. Now, whether it was or not, I don't know. And nobody in the the, uh, 
social media world knows. But that's what he said. And we got to take him at face value. They asked him point blank if it was retaliation and he wouldn't answer yes or no. He pled the fit. But NASCAR has suspended a driver before in the past. The, the one I can think of is Matt Kenseth in 2015. So it's not like a suspension is going to be off the table. I think where Bubba Wallace might be in more trouble is that he pushed an official. That's probably a big no-no. Think so? Yeah. yeah break Nation. Yeah. Uh, we got a break, guys. We got okay. we got a break. Okay, we're uh, coming back to this. We're though, coming right? back okay. with more conversation re- regarding Kyle Larson and... Bubba Wallace. Was it passion or was it a fight? That's next, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Drifting can be the most demanding motorsport in the world. My name is June Main. The high RPMs required to keep my tires spinning and rubber burning are brutal on engine oil. That's why Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer was formulated for performance on the track and the highway. Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer keeps my power on for split-second decisions, making every shift and turn count. When it comes to my engine and engine oil, I give it every advantage with Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
got? What you got in the garage? You got yourself a motorcycle, an F two fifty. You got yourself. Have you covered up that ski boat? Is it done? Is it going to be stowed away? Set for an April debut in 2023. Well, Lucas Oil has plenty of products to keep all of those rides in your garage or in your storage unit, fat and happy, inside your engine, outside your engine. If you're storing your boat right now, there's plenty of products to keep that stored boat in tip-top condition from Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com to find the products to keep your boats stored, fat and happy. Again, how are you guys doing? Watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitch, uh, we're there for you. And, of course, on the Freak Radio Network and a Sports Map Network. And we see a lot of you guys chiming in on our comment section in regards to uh, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson. That's the topic coming out of today's race. Not necessarily that Joy Logano punched his ticket for Phoenix. It's the fact that there was an infield, do I dare say, fight stat man, or do I just say there was <laughs> – Sweet, passionate love that was there exchanged in the infield of Las Vegas. Passionate conversation about uh, why you uh, why you dared to hit my car. Well, let's let's talk about this. Uh, if you believe what the announcers were saying, and Crash, I agree with this. Steve Latart is just fantastic oh, when so it comes good. to breaking it down mm-hmm. with what's what we're seeing on the racetrack. He can. He can color up anything when it comes to racing, and I understand it. It's awesome. And if you believe the way those guys were were breaking down what happened coming out of turn, coming out of three into four, and what happened between Kyle Larson and uh, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson got up into Bubba Wallace coming out of four. Bubba Wallace retaliated, got out of his car, and we all saw what the aftermath was. Uh, we saw Bubba Wallace in the infield. He was asked, was it retaliation? And what did he say to, was it Marty Snyder? Quit fishing. Stop fishing. Stop fishing. Stop yes. fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Said, I'm not fishing. I have to ask. Uh-huh. And I, I'm, look, I'm proud of Snyder because in there's a heat, not necessarily heat of the moment, but something that comes out of someone's mouth that you're interviewing that you didn't expect. I think Marty Snyder handled it quite well. He, he, he just said, I've got to ask this thing versus, nah, just, you know, folding over there in the corner like a flower. Don't tell me to fish or not fish. Uh, Suave, I'd like for you, for our radio nation, I'd like for you to chime in with some of the comments that we're seeing that you can share with the Freak Nation, and we can elaborate on that. Uh, Statman, how did you see it? Crash, how did you see it? Suave, how did you see it? Uh, do you believe it was retaliation? Was it worth the retaliation if it was retaliation? Uh, does Kyle Larson... Uh, need to get his hand slapped in the situation. Crasher? No, I don't think Kyle Larson needs to get his hand slapped for what happened on the track because that was a racing incident. He owned it and said, yeah, I did not give him enough room. I took the air away. I, I don't know his exact words, but I was I was really pleasantly surprised with his interview. And then he even admitted, yeah, that was retaliation. We all do it. So there's, and to me, that's what needs to be discussed in and amongst NASCAR. We all do it, or most of us have done it. What? Retaliate on track. Okay, so until NASCAR actually does something about retaliation in general, nothing's going to change. And drivers are going to continue to retaliate in their own way. I'm surprised Ross Chastain hasn't received more retaliation yet this year. But yeah, I think Bubbo needs to be punished for retaliating just because I think NASCAR's done it in the past. 
Somebody on here on one of these Facebook comments reminded me also, yes, Kyle Bush took out Ron Hornaday in a truck race in Texas many moons ago. Kyle Bush was also suspended. So because of Kyle Bush's suspension and because of Matt Kenseth's suspension, Matt Kenseth being in 2015, I do believe because this is such a big deal and it was in this era of a rather dangerous car. I'm just going to say those words, even though they're probably not the descriptions I should be using. I think that NASCAR will hand something down to Bubba Wallace. Will it be a suspension? I'm not sure, but a hefty fine, absolutely. Statman? Uh, there probably will be a fine, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's suspended, especially if the public is doing a lot on social media calling for a suspension. I don't think it's worthy of a suspension compared to what everybody else uh, does on the racetrack. I mean, for crying out loud, Kyle Larson uh, threw his car at somebody at Indianapolis, and today he used uh, Wallace's four wheels to keep himself on the track. He was almost out of control. And, uh, you know, I, I believe, because I guess I want to believe, that Wallace had a problem with his car, and uh, it went down the track straight into uh, uh, Larson. And uh, Bell got caught up in the, in the wash after that. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all if he suspended. Should he be suspended? I don't think so. Compared to what, you know, the stuff that happens on a racetrack all the time, the blocking and all of the crap that's dangerous, uh, they let get they let get away with. I you know I I don't think I think it was uh, if it if Larson's deal was a racing incident, so was uh, Wallace uh, was a racing incident. See, I, I I just can't go along with that one. I Bubba's excuse me. Larson's was because he came up, took some air off, but he also just didn't give enough room. That it, that was more, maybe not necessarily a racing incident, but just Kyle Larson not using his full brain at that moment. Now, but that Larson, Larson as well. is driving this year like he's driven every year up to last. Last year, he had a great season and uh, won a championship. And uh, now he's uh, reverted back to Kyle Larson. He's a good driver, but he's not a championship driver the way he's been driving this year. Suave, you want to chime in, Holmes? Yeah, first of all, our Facebook comments are popping off. We see them all. Go in and keep commenting. We'll bring them, on, bring them up on the screen if you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook throughout the rest of the evening. Too many to get to for our radio listeners, but I'm sure most of you have seen it on Twitter all day. I will say this. It looked to me... As far as the crash itself, like it was a racing incident. I think Bubba maybe got a little too angry for what Kyle did to him. Um, he sh it happens all the time, stuff like that in racing, especially at these mile and a half tracks. You ran, run out of room. Bubba barely hit the wall, it looked like, from what, from what I saw. And it looked like almost he could have continued based on what we've seen in the past from these cars. You know, basically like a Darlington stripe almost he took. And maybe, yeah, he would have had some suspension problems. Tough to say. But it, to me, it looked like he intentionally wrecked Kyle Larson. And anytime you do that, that's very, very dangerous. Will he be suspended? I don't think so. Based on, like you said, all the Facebook commenters and what you said, Crash, it just doesn't happen. You just do not get suspended for trying to intentionally wreck somebody like that. And it, it's been, what, decades, twice in the last, what, 15 years that's happened. And this so I don't foresee it coming here. I just foresee, I see a points deduction, a massive, massive fine. That's about it. That's all you can do. I don't, I don't see a suspension coming down here. 
I think what happened with Wallace, it just went, went a little too far. It's like I was wrestling with one of Henley's friends the other day, and what I intended to be a really funny little incident, I damn near broke the four-year-old shoulder. Again, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but I think. Well, there's a comparison. Yeah. No, listen, I think what, I, I, yeah, I think Bubba retaliated, but I think it got, it was worse than what he intended to do. And then he gets out of the freaking car and just makes it worse. But I take a step back and think about where we are with this car and Kurt Busch retired. We have mm-hmm. what one other driver that's uh, uh, William Alex, Bi- Bowman. Uh, Alex Bowman that's that, that cannot get back in a car because he's just not there yet. So that's where I went with this thing. Like, man, just we're at such a point, such a tipping point with this car and issues with uh, head injuries and body injury. And and Kyle Larson, during one of the interviews, talked about so, a driver with ligament damage. Who the hell is that? Who has limit, ligament damage? Anybody know? The drivers went after NASCAR in their <laughs> closed door meeting in Charlotte last week. And in talking about how they don't like this car, the safety wise. So, yeah, even after all of that to still retaliate, I just I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Not not at all. I know it happens, but this goes on NASCAR as well. NASCAR, if you want to really show us that you're concerned with the safety of these cars, this car, 2023, 2024, then do something. But you can't Actually start, do something you about can't retaliation. Start with what happened today. It will be, it will, it will be flagrant. It'll be so flagrant if they start with, okay, we're going to put our foot down because what happened today? No, this you. They should have put their foot down, like you said earlier, Crasher, with, or, with what some of these drivers. You can't. Right. You, the backlash, if they do it today, and we know what I'm talking about. If they do it today. Because it's Bubba Wallace. Yeah, because it's Bubba Wallace. If they do it today, then again, shame on them. Why didn't this start earlier? Yeah, and somebody brought up in one of the comments that Hamlin did this exact same retaliatory move to Chastain, Chastain. earlier this season. So, yeah, you are right. I mean, NASCAR needs to do something, if not now, at, by the end of the season and make a new rule in their ever-changing rule book saying this retaliation will not be tolerated. But it's subjective. It is subjective, but you know what? I'm fine with the fight in the infield. I'm fine with that because, yeah, like Statman said earlier, it is passion and the sport needs more of that. Show your personalities, but on track, no. And Statman, you've even said that in the past too. These You're using a car as a weapon. You can't do that. There are some states where they actually could be charged for doing that. Yeah, well, then why didn't Somebody say something about Kyle Larson throwing his car into the, I forget who it was at turn one in Indy, but it, it was even that was a brake issue, wasn't it? I, no matter what it was, it, he, you know, he did the same thing. If you believe that it was a brake issue with Larson, why can't you believe it was a steering issue with Wallace today? Breather, well, breather, Crasher. We got a break. We got a break. Got your stat man scat coming up, coming up this hour, Christopher Bell, who was knocked out of this race because of uh, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson. So Christopher Bell will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, your stat man scat. Formula E has been knocking down problem after problem since it started racing eight years ago. Open-wheeled electric racing started off needing two cars to get each driver to the checkered flag. Batteries were that bad. But technology has advanced way beyond that. Cars now reach maybe 200 miles an hour with all the braking done on the front end of the car. There's even energized spots on the racetrack that drivers can use in their race strategy. 
Technical problems now have to do with the tracks themselves. Uh, Formula E series brings special systems to charge the cars during an event. The issue is not enough tracks in America have infrastructure to support an entire electric field through the weekend. Maybe only two can meet those needs, and that's one of the reasons most of the races are done on city streets where the power is. Again, I'm told this too will be overcome like all the other hurdles faced by Formula E. Manufacturers are standing in line to race electric cars because car makers want to race where their checks and technology are on display to sell you something. That's why they write those checks in the first place. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, do yourself a favor, man. Check out GeneralTire.com. Now, through the end of the month, buy four qualifying SUV passenger tires from our friends at General Tire and get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. Buy tires, get money back. <laughs> Simple enough, right? Go to GeneralTire.com slash promotion, and you'll get all the information you need on what tires for your SUV or your passenger truck and how you can get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. Thanks to our friends at General Tire. Uh, Crasher, you got some pit news and notamage? I do. The Formula Drift season is now wrapped. NHRA did a little bit of a Texas two-step. NASCAR pressed their luck in Vegas. And, oh, man, we got some stories flowing from the weekend to boot. We just talked about – we're going to revisit it throughout the rest of the show. We just talked about the fisticuffs between Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson on track, off track. We'll get back to that. So let's start, though, with the stampede of speed in the Lone Star State. It wrapped up not too long ago because they had rain delays, I believe, earlier today prior to eliminations. In the end, top field points leader Justin Ashley extended his points lead with the win. Ron Caps moved closer to the top spot in points in Pointy Car thanks to his W in Dallas. Erica Enders, she just continues to do what Erica Enders does. She stormed the field in Pro Stock again, doing a true Texas two-step, as she also won earlier in the year in Houston, you might remember. Get this. Erica has now won three of the four countdown races. That's their version of the playoffs in the NHRA. She's accumulated nine total wins on the season, which ties her record from 2015. And she now leads the class by 166 points with only two rounds to go. It tells me that if she plays things right, she just might wrap the pro stock title in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks. That would be badass. Pro Stock Motorcycle was won by Hector Arana Jr., taking down all the big dogs in only his fifth race of the year. The NASCAR weekend in Las Vegas began with the news of Kurt Busch's retirement-ish. He's basically stepping away from full-time racing. He called it an unselfish move to leave 2311 racing in order to allow Tyler Reddick to come on over one year early. Loads to get to with that story as well. We're still talking about the, the fight, but we will get to the Kurt Busch Retirement from full-time racing. What are we calling this, to be perfectly honest? It's not an official retirement. He says there's still things he wants to do in his season. He's retiring from from full-time NASCAR Cup Series. But he has circled certain tracks that he still wants to win at that he hopes to come back and drive 
part time. Dude, that's if he, that's if he gets clear. And that's if he gets. Clear. What happened yeah. to Steve Park? It happened to mm-hmm. Kurt Busch. Dale Jr. Yeah, it, it the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. The Xfinity race was led mostly by Las Vegas native Noah Gregson, but teammate Josh Berry was pretty commanding in the cockpit as he went on to win and give Junior Motorsports a one-two-three finish. Sunday's Cup race. Not very typical, at least in my memory, which isn't saying much. Not very typical for drama to happen at Las Vegas, but we got drama today. Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson. We'll get back to that story as soon as I'm done jabbing my jaws here. But by the end of the day, it was veteran Joey Logano crossing the stripe first, then burning down his tires after officially locking himself into the final four when the series returns to the desert in November in Phoenix. And yes... Let's remember this. When Joey last won the title just a few years ago, he also won Vegas leading into that finale as well. Finally, the Formula Drift Series dropped the curtain at the House of Drift, Irwindale Speedway in Southern California. Matt Field came into the weekend as the points leader, but leaving as the champion was Frederick Asbo, now his third freaking title. For more, because there's so much more on the weekend, head to racer.com and speedsport.com. Statman, is that how you say his name? Is it Asbo? Asbo. No, it's Asbo. But but let me say the one thing that's most important to the Freak Nation is that his crew chief and team owner, Stefan Papadakis, has won uh, five championships now in 18 years of uh, and he's won two in a row twice. This is the dude. Steph Papadakis, Freak Nation. Former drag racer himself, mm-hmm. turned yeah. team owner in Formula Drift. Hey, I, I didn't see the press conference. I was at a, an eight-year-old soccer game. Richie, Kurt- did you see the press conference with Kurt Busch? Uh, could you, okay, did, did, have you guys seen any highlights from it? Did, did he, he look emotional. a little off? Okay, I know that. If you, I don't think he looked off. No, I don't think he sounded off. Right. It was just emotions kind of overtaking right. him. But I don't know. Are, you're you're feeding for or you're fishing. <laughs> My fishing you're, for anything. Yes, you are. You want to know if the concussion? No, I'm was, not fishing for anything. I was okay. just curious. If uh, go watch uh, USA Network Network and NASCAR's race for the championship. This past episode, the most recent one, they spent a decent amount of time focusing on Kurt Busch in that episode and. It's the first time he kind of goes into depth about what was happening to him and what he's feeling. And they show some of his his training that he has to go through to get his mind back right. And basically, essentially what he says is that, like, I'm fine from everywhere down below the head. I'm fine. I'm fine. Look like looking ahead straight, but not out of my peripheral peripheral vision and and things like that, which is why they're using very specific types of treatments for them. And you get a look into that. If you go and watch race for the championship, I highly recommend you do that because it's, it really takes you behind the scenes at what he's going through. Where is that? Where can you watch it? It is on uh, USA network. You can check it out on Hulu. I believe NASCAR puts it on their YouTube page as well throughout the week. Statman, you've you've been in television television news for many many years. You've interviewed plenty of athletes, and I've done the same. Maybe not as uh, deep as, as you have in the past, but boxers. When I've interviewed boxers, boxers at the time were still at the top of their game. There was still something off with their speech, their commentary, uh, the way they communicate. There was just something off. We saw it with Steve Park many many years ago that. There was just something off. And that's my point, Stat, of asking, was there anything noticeable with Kurt Busch over the weekend? 
No, I, concussion. I, I, I haven't heard anybody say that, and I didn't hear the news conference, but uh, we've got to remember, and everybody wants to blame this new car, and the new car may have something to do with it, but there were guys that were injured and were sent home and never raced again in the old car. We mentioned Steve Park. We mentioned Jerry Nadeau. We've mentioned uh, 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 Craven. Uh, we, you know, there's been Dale Jr. Dale Jr. Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. missed many yeah. weeks, and man said he made that had contributed to his retirement. So, uh, you know, that happens with uh, with racing. Is it this car? Maybe I don't know. But the point is, I don't think anybody else knows, including these drivers. Uh, and we've said a couple of weeks ago that maybe the the soft walls that are more than 20 years old sitting out in the elements, maybe they have something to do with maybe they're not as soft as they used to be. The technology behind that was pretty simple, but we don't know what the maintenance is. And uh, you know, there's a lot going on here besides we got to get rid of the new cars, the new cars fault, and we got to get back to the old car. That's the problem. Well, that's not going to happen, though. No, <laughs> it's definitely should, not going to happen. Nor should it. I will say there, there has been some testing to loosen up the, the rear because drivers are complaining the rear is too stiff. And they've found that they, they have something that they can implement for the beginning of they next year that, that does make things week. a little bit better. Yeah, they tested that last mm-hmm. week or two. Yeah. Yep. Freak Nation, you can be a part of this. If you're not watching it, you can watch it on YouTube, Facebook Live. And, of course, if you're listening to us on one of our many radio affiliates, thank you guys for hanging out. Coming up next, Christopher Bell, one of the cats that was taken out. Uh, from the Bobble Wallace-Kyle Larson incident. It's coming up next. Speed Freaks Pit down the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Drifting can be the most demanding motorsport in the world. My name is June Ming. The high RPMs required to keep my tires spinning and rubber burning are brutal on engine oil. That's why Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer was formulated for performance on the track and the highway. Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer keeps my power on for split-second decisions, making every shift and turn count. When it comes to my engine and engine oil, I give it every advantage with Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Mav TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on Mav TV Motorsports Network. 
time is more valuable today, there's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Watching us on YouTube or one of our many Facebook live posts, whether it's Lucas Oil's Facebook page or Mav TV or our friends at Worldwide Technology Raceway or even our Facebook page, you can chime in on the comments section. Just keep it decent, you happy bastards, will you? Uh, go to GeneralTire.com to check out where you can get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card when you buy four qualifying tires for SUV or a passenger truck. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. Coming up in moments, uh, Christopher Bell, who was taken out today by Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, that incident that happened at Las Vegas. So Christopher Bell in moments. And next hour, a WWE superstar and Justin Ashley, your NHRA top few winner from Texas, will be here in the Freak Nation and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good to get Christopher Bell back here in the Freak Nation as we go back to his Roval win in Charlotte. And you look at the setup of that race, Christopher, and it's a win and you're in. If you don't win, you're not in. Are you one of those cats that could put that aside while you're in the race car? Or are you carrying that burden every lap, every turn? I got to win this race or I'm not in. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much that's in my hands as the race car driver, right? So, uh, you know, I go there and I try and do the best that I can and uh, obviously put my best foot forward to try and win the race. But, you know, it's the same every other week. It's, It's not like I'm going to the other races and not trying my hardest. So, you know, you just do the best you can. And uh, this weekend, it it worked out for us. My crew chief, Adam Stevens, made a great call. Uh, We weren't the fastest car on the track, but, um, you know, we executed. We stayed around all day, uh, didn't get caught up in wrecks and uh, put tires on it. And I was able to drive up through there when it mattered. If there would have been some issues with whether it's the tires or some of the calls you and your crew chief made, is that where the anxiety comes in or are you... Are you a 20 something in a 50 year old body where you can, again, can maintain that sanity in a, in a big old race car? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I try and focus on the things that I can control. Uh, I felt way more anxiety and way more stress at Talladega the week prior, just because at that point I was still capable of pointing my way in. And I, I did a terrible job scoring points through the two stages and at the end of the race. So, you know, whenever we went to Charlotte, it was, we knew there were, there was no other option, right? We had to win. So it didn't matter what the, what the point situation was. Uh, we just knew that we had to cross the finish line first. I want to go back to you saying, quote, I did a terrible job at Talladega getting points and stages. And, and then later in the race, hold on. Talladega is a race that is so much out of your control how can you really put blame on yourself at certain segments when there's just so much that you, you can't really, you just can't do anything about it. Yeah, that, that is true. And you know, Talladega is a, uh, it's very much a race that things are out of your control. But with that being said, there were a lot of guys that scored way more points than me and and their equipment was definitely not any better than mine. So, you know, that's one thing that I just, uh, you know, try and focus on is, is doing the best I can and, and getting scoring the most points that, that I can on a week weekly basis. And, you know, there were other guys that scored points and, and I didn't. So ultimately I need to figure out why, uh, why that was what I needed to do differently and try and do a better job. All right. That's fair. Are you a fan of the way the tracks lay in this playoff format this year? And I guess it's pretty much similar to what it was last year. Yeah, I feel really, really good about the round of eight. Uh, and then the round of 12 was definitely one that scared me um, with Talladega and the Charlotte road course. So now that we made it through there, I'm feeling really good about the round of eight. So it, it was so, so funny because we left Texas, a track that I should have done really well at, and I expected to do really well at, uh, we crashed and didn't get any points, but I was just down in the dumps. And, uh, I, you know, our mutual friend, Tony Merritt from Stanley Black and Decker, uh, he's a really, really good um, sponsor, it, to me and you know we we built up a really good relationship and he was on me hard about man we got this we got this don't you worry about that you know that's okay and i'm over here in the dumps like you know our season's over what are we going to do and and tony kept pumping me up and look what happened hmm. oh smokes uh, wow <laughs> christopher bell winner of the charlotte roval toyota driver and i've been saying this all year that the young guys are coming up and knocking some of the old guys in the fuss budgets, knocking them back in the crowd a little bit. Uh, there's only two in the final eight that have won a championship. So chances are there's going to be somebody new stepping to the plate. Might as well be you. Uh, but did, is there is there some separation between the young guys and the old guys who are complaining? Is that happening in the garage? Uh you know, I don't really see very much of the older guys complaining, really. You know, everyone, or I guess I shouldn't say more so than the young guys. I, I think we're all pretty uh, across the board. We we want the same things. You know, we want to be able to put on the best races. We want to be able to drive safe race cars. And um, so, you know, the older guys definitely have the the bigger voices in the garage area just because they've been around a while and, and, and have the, the – uh, I'm going to say the most, uh, you know, experience and, and ability to talk to the, you know, the stakeholders in the sport. 
Christopher Bell, you ought to be an attorney instead of a race car driver. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I'd be a very good attorney. You handled that as well as anybody in any courtroom I've ever heard. You really <laughs> cleaned that up. Chances are you're going to run into some of those guys who are going to say, yeah, I heard you on Speed Freaks, and you really you really cleaned it up really good. I'm going to say it for you. The young guys are kicking their butts and they're not happy about it. And they're, they're complaining whether you want to say it or not. They're, you know, they've got the paisley shirt and the plaid shorts and the white white socks on the sandals. And they're into the yard grousing and get off of my championship. You get you guys out of the way. You, you, you really don't, you're going to sit there and tell me in your study with a smile on your face, the winner of the last race, you're going to tell me that that doesn't happen in the garage anywhere? <laughs> I'm just telling you, I've got my butt kicked plenty of times by Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex. So it's funny you mentioned those guys <laughs> making the most noise and got the least points. You guys are that's funny. They're awesome. just off the top of your head. Well, like he told me in his Talladega answer, everybody has the same opportunity to score points. So tell those old men that they can score points just as just as well as anyone else. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're you know, it, it's just it it comes and comes and goes, man. Like you know, they're yeah, they have they have different skill sets than the young guys. You know, the young guys always have the ambition. They drive hard. They're typically less. They're fearless. Uh, you know, and then the old guys most of the time beat them with their experience. And and it seems like, um, you know, like Harvick, he, he's been performing excellent. Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, they've been performing, I, I would say, you know, on par with some of the younger guys. It hasn't worked out. Like Kyle blew two engines and got knocked out of the playoffs. And Martin Truex was running, I think, third in points before the uh, the playoffs. And unfortunately, there were so many different winners that he didn't make it. So, you know, the veterans are they're still performing well um, and and they're hard to beat. You know, I I, I don't think that, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Martin Truex, Kyle or, you know, the, the veterans of the sport win the rest of the races. Oh, you know, next time you come in the Freak Nation, I got to make sure I have a hat nearby so I can take it off to you. That, <laughs> those are some of the best answers. They are. How to get how to get Kenny's his little thing there so I can at least tip it off to you. You did a good job there, partner. I, that's why I got you in our beat the freaks this week. I'm taking <laughs> you to lead me to the promised land. How you like that, Christopher Bell? <laughs> I'll take it. Right, but hold on a second, though. Why do you think with what do we have now? Four races to go, well, including Vegas this weekend. Why are you thinking that the older guys would have a greater chance of winning these next several races? Because arguably the great equalizer this season has been the new car. Yeah. I mean, obviously I hope that I win the next four races <laughs> and, and I certainly think that I'm capable of winning uh, all four of them, you know, from the, the day that we're talking today, I don't see any reason why I can't win um, multiple races, but you just, you never know. And, and, that uh, there, there's so many competitive cars and we've seen that all year long where you just don't know. You literally do not know who's going to win. Christopher, and, uh, wait a minute. I'm cutting you off here. I just at the, at the points. 
you're the number one Toyota driver out there. You got more points than any other Toyota driver. I'm, I'm telling you, you need to pop your collar a little bit and jump your chest. You're kicking their butts and you're a young guy and you're going to be fighting for a championship this year while the rest of the guys are grousing and complaining uh, about you being in front of. Well, I hope you're right. I hope I just am able to go and, and win a championship. So well, you're, you're uh, out in front of all the other yeah. guys right now. Yeah. Stat yeah. man, are we going to see you up in, in Christopher Bell's grill in Las Vegas or Phoenix <laughs> going, you're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. Give him some pom-poms. You go. <laughs> as long as he's taking me to the promised land, I'm going to get onto his fender and hold on. Your Roval winner <laughs> from Charlotte, again, Christopher Bell, flying those DeWalt colors here in the Freak Nation. And you made reference, Crasher, or someone did, in regards to the next-gen car. I, I just think it's been an advantage for guys like yourself, Bell, that weren't so married to the former car, like, again, sorry, but these older guys were, that you were able to make the adjustments to uh, the next-gen car, love it, or, love it or hate it, than some of these older guys have. Uh, is that true from a, a younger driver like you? So the only thing that I can say from my standpoint is this is the first year that I've been able to practice and qualify in the Cup Series. So I, I wholeheartedly believe that if I had practice and qualifying last year in the 20 car, I would have been on pace with my performance this year, but not having practice and qualifying dramatically hindered my performance last year and in the 95 car the year before that. So, you know, there's been a lot of things that have changed this year to, um, you know, make this year a lot different than years past or specifically the last two years. Well, you're getting a lot of questions. I know every driver is in regards to the safety of the car and you may not want to wade into it, but are all the drivers on the same page that they're just, there needs to be adjustments made before going into 2023? I mean, it would be nice for sure. You know, it, it's everything hurts worse, whether it's a, a bump draft at Talladega or a, you know, a small crash um, and knock on wood. I fortunately haven't had a big crash yet, but uh you know, the, the small crashes certainly hurt worse. And, um, you know, we just need to, it is what it is, right? We're not going to just not race if they say, hey, you know what, this is what we got. But um, I don't think NASCAR is going to do that. And I think they're going to continue to try and make the cars better. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, we hope to see them directionally continue to get safer. If you're asked to drive an electric NASCAR cup car, would you take advantage of that? I mean, if it's the Cup Series, then I guess that's uh, that's what we're going to do. But thankfully, they haven't said it yet. <laughs> he races dirt cars. He's racing yeah. stock cars. I bet you would race a rally car. You would do. Uh, come on. I think the answer would be yes. If it if it's fast and it moves, you go. Right. Hey, Christopher, before we get the hell out of here, what's that trophy over your left shoulder? All right. Uh, let's look here. He's got so many, he doesn't even know what they're for. Yeah. Let's see. Whoa. If I can get 13? it down. 2013. Is that Fremont? Is that Irwindale? What is that? Yeah. Fremont Speedway, 2013. Uh, it's a 4.10 Sprint car. 4.10 Sprint car feature winner. So this was my first ever um, 4.10 Sprint car win. And uh, it was driving for my hero, Rick Furkle. Yep. Oh. So this guy sits here in my corner. 
It's badass. Oh wow! You're old beyond your years, man. It's uh, it's all it's always awesome getting you in here, Christopher. I know it's a little back and forth, but buddy, thank you for taking time out. You're going to benefit from the Speed Freaks Mojo rolling in here, and uh, we'll be seeing you for the championship in Phoenix, buddy. There you go. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Got about two minutes here before we got to hit the top of the hour, but I like the little text exchange we were having in regards to Kurt Busch and what he did in the IndyCar race at uh, 500 Ooh, four years ago. ago? <laughs> yeah. It was more than that because uh, it was before I came here. So, yeah, it was maybe five hmm. or six years ago. And um, just how talented, Crasher, go ahead and explain what your text said in regards to Kurt oh, uh, I- running the 500. I always, I always really appreciated Kurt Busch's talent. He can wheel pretty much anything. We saw that early in his career, but I soured on Kurt Busch because of his off-track antics. What was it? Jerry Punch. Some of the, he was just rude to the media for a while. And yes, of course, we're part of the media, but he kind of had a resurgence in his growth, I guess, both in the car and out of the car and his run at Indy and the way he was treating people, it was very respectful in that whole thing. I just had a complete new appreciation for Kurt Busch. And that just that turned me back around into the Kurt Busch fan club. Freak Nation coming up in the second hour. Justin Ashley, NHRA top fuel winner from Texas. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, WWE or shall I say, let me just back up a second. NXT champion and rising WWE superstar Raquel Rodriguez will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And if you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, how you doing, man? And, of course, on the Freak Radio Network, thank you guys for listening here in the Lucas Oil Studios. Again, big second hour coming up with the Freaks right here. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. This hour, Freak Nation, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios, 22 years of doing this thing, man. Freak Radio Network, Justin Ashley, NHRA Top Fuel winner from the Texas, Billy's Texas Motorplex. And now your points leader. Is it still called that? No, it's still Billy Myers Place, right? Billy Myers. Is it? Yeah. If it's not, it's, well, it is in some form or fashion. All right. NHRA Top Fuel winner from Texas and your points leader, Justin Ashley, this hour. And NXT champion and rising WWE superstar Raquel Rodriguez here in the Freak Nation. And the Raquel Rodriguez interview is fantastic. It's about a 20-minute interview that we had to cut down to about 10, 11 minutes. And in this interview, you will not hear Statman and and Raquel Rodriguez go back and forth about cinnamon tamales. What was it, Stat? Churro. What? No, it wasn't. No, it was... 
it was holiday tamales that they make. Tamales, uh, right. Sweet tamales, <laughs> sweet tamales. Yeah. So if you miss some of these interviews, we have them up on our Facebook page. Unedited. Took, that yeah. got Andrew. edited out. Come on. That was the, that was the, I was bonding with the beautiful woman. Come on. Bro, it's up on our YouTube page, Official yeah, well, Speed Freaks. Go, look go at there. It. You can see. Go look at it. That's some serious stuff between the stat man and his new favorite lady. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Raquel Rodriguez will be joining us here in the Freak Nation and uh, Justin Nashley. And we'll have more conversation in regards to what happened in the infield at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway between Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson on track and infield. Yeah. Hey, here's another, here's another thought about that, about, uh, we didn't talk about this last hour is this isn't resolved. Well, at least from our standpoint, maybe Kyle and Bubba had a little get together uh, in the hauler after the race and they've resolved it. I, this is going to get, and again, these two I guys, doubt it. these two guys are not running for the championship. Could, could we see this carry on into uh, the next, what, three races? Well, then it goes back to what we were talking about in the first hour and that NASCAR has to do something about retaliations. So, no, we shouldn't see anything carry over. I mean, are they going to be BFFs and go to, you know, skipping and holding hands in a Thanksgiving dinner together? No, but or at least arguably not. But no, we should not see anything else on track because therein lies the problem. Statman? No, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, if NASCAR is going to let them crash each other then sure as long as they hold kyle larson equally um you know if he's going to run into people uh at you know racetracks all over america and then somebody runs into him oh, the kid, i can't i can't i don't know i need sad piano music going seriously it needs to be a meme <laughs> the stat man cry it's like there's the michael jordan tears and now we have the stat man tears <laughs> you need now, speaking of tears, just we need to say Justin Ashley is one of the new guys that's taken taking championships out of the mouths of some of the old guys in drag racing. Got to watch him too, just like we just like we did with Christopher Bell. The same thing's happening with Justin Ashley. Yeah. All right, so Suave, you put a poll out right after the Kyle Larson Bubba Wallace incident. Uh, explain to the Freak Nation listening to us on the Sports Map Radio Network. Go vote in the poll. It's at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Simple question. Who you got with a boxing glove emoji included? Wink, wink. Kyle Larson or Bubba Wallace? Kyle Larson leads the poll with 77%. Bubba Wallace, 23%. Now, I I did some digging into this Uh during the break, and I tried to find, like, boxing style. I know we got a break. The height and weight of each of these drivers. I'm going to call bull crap on the internet because first of all, Kyle Larson, five, six, one thirty-five, out of uh, California, of course. Um, and the height I am fighting for Bubba Wallace is also five foot six, which no, I don't think is right. Cause I th- yeah. feel like Bubba is quite a bit bigger than Kyle Larson. Is. And Kyle Larson is five foot four. So I'm just, oh. I'm five, three and he's kind of sort of my height. Jeez. I'm going to say that the Larson stats are incorrect on that one. Just going out on a. Are you saying the internet lies, Crash? The internet never lies. <laughs> yes, wow. the internet does lie, Freak Nation. Really? 
What? I'm with Life you. Life is a lie. I'm with you, Nation, We're bringing in another round of affiliates, <laughs> our good friends at Sports Map Radio Network. Welcome back into the second hour of Speed Freaks of the Sunday Night. Justin Ashley, NHRA, top fuel winner from Dallas, will be here in the Freak Nation, coming up in about 10 minutes or so, or shorter. And Raquel Rodriguez, NXT champion and rising WWE superstar. She had a match Saturday night in Phoenix, and we caught up with her earlier this week. She'll be here in the Freak Nation. Hello to you watching us on Facebook and YouTube. What's up, man? And again, the Sports Map Radio Network. Hello to you as well. And just in case you didn't know, we just discussed a minute and a half ago that the internet lies. Yep. Who knew? Yep. Who knew? Well, does the internet lie when it comes to us kicking the bejesus out of uh, the Freak Nation when it comes to beat the freaks for a set of general tires, Squabby? Do we have that graphic uh, somewhere here in the Freak Nation? Who won today? Well, uh, if you were here earlier, Statman is back on top. He has oh. returned to P1 because P1. he picked Joey Logano today. Wow. 101 points for the Statman, 60 points for Kenny, 55 points for Crash, and our contestant Angie today, 80 points for her. So she came up 21 points short of Statman. Once again, because Statman picked our winner today, Joey Logano. Crash, uh-huh. 55 points, Crash. What you, did you pick the last five on the field? Come on. I had Larson, so there was that. Well, yeah, Reddick, Reddick got me sixth place points, so I forget who my third was. But yeah, Larson was one of my guys, so. Freak Nation, if you don't have a clue what we're talking about, Thursday, Friday, we drop a video on our uh, Twitter page called Beat the Freaks, where we pick three drivers from the majority of the time, the NASCAR Cup race, sometimes IndyCar race, every now and then for the NHRA race. And we give someone a chance to pick three, to go up against us with their three picks. And if you beat us, you take home a set of general tires. That's right. You take home a set of general tires if you beat us. We were giving them away for a while this year. Just, hey, you want some tires here? Yeah. Seriously, out of the last six weeks, I would say, did we lose four out of the last six weeks? Oh, hey, there's a black cat tail. Because you're tired. Yeah, Yeah, we have. I know. This this is a radio show. It's it's all good. I'm just saying, in case people wonder what that was that just went across your camera, Mm -hmm. we have animals in the Freak Nation. Yeah, that's. And there he goes again. How you doing, Freak Nation? (laughs) Yeah. That's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. (laughs) Just saying. That's true. I'm just saying. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy? I'm just saying. I swear that's just what I'm saying. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to Uh, take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. 
This is their legacy of speed on Mav TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Two years from the Lucas Oil Studios. And a great website to check out, of course, is lucasoil.com. Plenty of products to keep your rides on the road, go to lucasoil.com, Freak Nation. Flying some of those Lucas Oil colors is your top fuel winner from Texas, Justin Ashley, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Let's get right into it, Justin. You crapped a bed at St. Louis, all right? Uh, now you come out, you're leading the points again. When you when you crap the bed like you did in St. Louis, how quick does it take you to get out of the doldrums in order to realize you got a championship here to win, bro? I love that, dude. I love being so straightforward like that. That's awesome. Listen, if we crab the bread, we call for maid service, got it all cleaned up, put new sheets on, and we're good to go, right? We can't focus on any of that, man. I love, I love four wind lights on Sunday. Our Phillips Connect team is bad to the bone. Sometimes it hurts you in the countdown, right, to go out round one, but it's how you respond, and we responded today. It's, uh, it's been a blast. You'll hear some music in the background. This is live, straight from the winning circle, we put that uh, that Lucas Oil in and uh, did as well this weekend. Yeah, Freak Nation, if you hear some music in the background, he's he's right. He's about to go up and serve his turn in the winner's circle. Justin Ashley, top <laughs> fuel winner, your points leader in HRA, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Celebrations are cool, but championships are better, my friend. When do you put this win behind you and realize you still got a couple of races to go out there and perform to t- take home your first big boy championship? 
tomorrow. Uh, you know, I'm honestly, I'm a firm believer. I already started thinking about it, but I'm a firm believer. And these things are hard to win. So you have to enjoy every moment. And tonight's really important uh, for our whole team. We want to enjoy every, every moment of this. But tomorrow we flip the switch, right? I mean, this is a win that, that they last forever. They're so hard to come by. But tomorrow we flip the switch. We have two more races to go. Not focused on Pomona, just focused on Vegas right now. But we do know that it's going to be points and a half in Pomona. So we have to keep our pedal to the metal. You know, continue to bring those smarts, the smart trailer technology team. And uh, lean on our buddy Antron Brown, who always gives us the best advice and see what we can do. Okay. Well, hold on a second. Justin Ashley, winner from Dallas, NHRA Top Fuel. You just said lean on Antron Brown. He gives the best advice. I was going to ask you about your two crew chiefs, Mike and Tommy. They've both, I mean, of course, Antron's had championships, but Mike and Tommy have also had championships. Are you getting great advice from them as well about how to just stay calm, cool, and collected? I am. I'm getting advice on how not to crap the bed, you know? uh, (laughs) Honestly, I'm surrounded by so many great people. Um, Mike and Tommy give me the best advice. They give me great advice, but what's wonderful is that they lead by example, right? And they're continually working with me as a driver to continue to get better. And, uh, you know, we have to continue to do everything we can as a team to get better. So Mike and Tommy do an awesome job of leading by example. Uh, My father, having my father in his corner, uh, he's always talking to me, uh, making sure that I'm I'm in a uh, good mindset, staying level-headed. So he's been a tremendous influence on me. And, and Antron Brown, he told me after the semifinal, he said, just do the same thing one more time. Just uh, enjoy it and smell the roses. And, and sure enough, we're smelling the roses. It's just incredible to see what the season has been. You never went below fourth in the points. So, yeah, I mean, there have been some up and down moments, but you have really found a way that people want to say you're the young guy out against all these old veterans, but you're showing them that you don't necessarily need a load of experience and age and wisdom to really make things work. You are a very uh, put together younger driver, I would say. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, experience helps, but I'm fortunate because we have a good team that has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might not have all the experience in the world, but we have a team that's really experienced. They've won championships before. Mike Green and Tommy Gelago and, and our whole team, they won championships. So, uh, you the car firing up in the background. That's Erica driving the car back to the pit. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're fortunate. I don't have that experience, but this team does. We're just, we're making waves and we're loving it. Justin Ashley, winner of all nationals in Texas. Must make you feel good at night just before you fall asleep to know that you're the young guy about to steal something from all the old guys who want to take it from you. I, I need I need one more time. I'm sorry. I missed it. I couldn't hear it. I, hey, 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 hey. That's my, that's my buddy. Remember, remember when I used to be somebody? Now I'm just Justin Ashley's father. You just you got some you got some Hi, grandfather Mike. over your shoulder, man. Who the hell is that old man? <laughs> Golly! I had some something to do with this, just a little something. Just teensy tiny. Freak Nation, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook Live, that's Mike Ashley, who's a friend of the Freak Nation many years ago, next to his son Justin Ashley. Uh, stat man, try and interrupt this conversation. You got to, you better jump in or get your damn question before Ashley steals the show. Well, he's already stolen the show. I'll try to steal it back. One old guy's stealing from another. Uh, Justin, you, when you fall asleep at night, it must give you a big smile to know you're about to steal a big check and surprises out of the hands of some old guys who want to take it from you. 
Oh, I love you guys, but I can't hear anything. I'm sorry. I can't hear. I'm, I'm sorry, Statman. I feel bad because I answered the other questions and I love you. I promise you I do, but I can't hear anything. You know what, though? Not being able to hear right now means that the celebration is large. Oh, that. That's awesome. That. <laughs> I heard that. You see my cigar? Hey, I do, all, I do all the things you're not supposed to do. Justin does all the things the right way. That's the difference. I raised my kid to be my wife, not me. That's how I feel good. Now, see, the old man's got to lean on his son to get some some airtime now. That's right. That's, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. See you later. Love you guys. That's what happens when the old men come around. You I see? I guess so. Stop, man. Stop, man. Give it to me one more time. Let me see if I can hear it one more time. You're, they just answered it. You're stealing all the time from the old guys. That must give you a smile at night. Oh, it does. I love it. You know, uh, but right now you can't you can't take a smile off my face no matter what. But uh, listen, old, young, it don't matter. There's always going to be a smile on our face. You got to come out of here with tremendous gratitude, too. Right. We're we're fortunate. We're fortunate to be here uh, representing Toyota. Vitacy Energy Lucas Oil. We love it. That's a long drive back to Dallas tonight. Is the party going to continue in the car <laughs> for these guys? Probably <laughs> my dad. For my dad, it's going to continue through to Vegas. Yes, I guess. The weeks, you're going to love it. Justin uh, Ashley, NHRA <laughs> top fuel winner from Dallas, here in the Freak Nation. Can you hear me talking to you? Do you hear what I'm saying, bud? Oh, I can hear you. I can hear okay. you. Okay, listen. One last thing for you. the topic tonight: the Freak Nation. Bubba Wallace shoves Kyle Larson. Uh, you get out of the car. There's Austin Proc. He shoves you. What the hell do you do? Do you run or do you put your dukes up and say, "Let's get after it, Holmes"? I don't know. I never got that. I guess a lot of questions before. I never got asked that question before. Let's just hope we're not in that position. But listen, if somebody shoves, I don't know. You kind of got to throw fisticuffs back, right? Fight a little bit back. You can't just take that. But let's just hope we're not in that position. Please, please. Hey, buddy. Uh, this is awesome. We couldn't be happier for you rolling out there and flying those Lucas Oil colors, kicking some ass, running for a championship. You and you and your teammate, Antron Brown. This is badass, buddy. Go out and celebrate, will you? Lucas Oil. Works. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. See ya. Ah, Freak Nation, when a personality comes on your show, it says, eh, I've never been asked that question before. It's just, you know, you've done your job. Yeah. Right. Much. You know, you've done your job. That was the point of Speed Freaks when you started this 22 years ago. Don't ask the typical questions. And Don't I'll be the same. I'll be curious, Suave, if that, if this, it's bumped on YouTube and other pages because you could hear <laughs> Love Shack in the background and I think Quiet Riot. Uh, do you think it was loud enough to where we will get this thing bumped from uh, our uh, pages? We'll find out, won't we? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But yes, I thought the same thing hearing that interview for the first time as well. Fingers <laughs> crossed, everybody. Wasn't our fault. We right. might get bumped from Erica Ender starting her engine and saying we stole... Right. That the engine noise from, uh, you know, elite motorsports. Something NHRA would do to us. Uh, you can't use, you can't use the, the sound effects of one of our pro stock cars. <laughs> yeah, we'll be the ones getting her a sponsor so she can race all next year, too. Yeah. <laughs> and a thought came to me talking to uh, Justin Ashley, NHRA Top Fuel. Winner and your points leader uh, going into the last two races. Yep. Right? Okay. Yeah, last Singer two races. Sergeant. 
They head to Las Vegas and then to Pomona. We talk about Kurt Busch and his concussion issues. William Byron, same thing. No, Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman. Listen, I get on the same damn team. 24, 40. They both have a four in there. Okay. Both even numbers. <laughs> Stop. Um, you think about these both guys. Both place legends. Right. And, and I mean, John Foot. They're both John, young. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, 24 <laughs> is half of 48, too. There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> they both live in the United States of America. Yeah, there you go. Okay. They both raise a NASA. John Force is a perfect ex- example of why I shouldn't ask this question, but if you've never been to an NHRA drag race, and if you've never experienced top fuel in funny car or in the dragsters, in the rails, then you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But imagine sitting in that car. Again, I know it's just under four seconds, but you can't tell me your brain's not bouncing around like a freaking mice in heat. A mouse in heat? Huh? Like what? mice in heat. Bumping around inside your cell, cerebellum. <laughs> Uh, giving you a little bit of brain, Dane Bramage in your in your head. You couldn't well, say that again if somebody <laughs> put money on the table. <laughs> right? Only a, on? only a black cat could make that difference. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's the deal. That's why they implemented Hans and Hutchins devices. I think most of them are Hans. Or, yeah, are Hans devices in NHRA. Because of the G loads at the starting line and the finish line are so severe that their heads did wiggle a lot at takeoff and parachute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I, I don't know much about the rest of it. And maybe we should dig more into that. They're doing okay, though, seemingly. I yeah, guess. Especially after the head and neck restraints. Drag racing is the only sport that registers on the Richter scale, for crying out loud. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it needs something to protect the, the drivers. And they seem to be doing okay. I mean, John Force is yeah. in his 70s, and he's competing for a championship. Maybe that's why he's so freaking crazy, is his brain has been thrown around for 40 freaking years. No, go back to his original interviews. He was crazy then, too. Joe Amato, right? Yeah. Didn't he tell us that before the, again, when he was running top fuel before the head and neck restraints that he, both of his retinas oh, were detached? Detached, yeah. From pulling the chutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't resonate. even imagine. No. And there's somebody else. Wasn't it Kenny Bernstein had some issues? It, it might have been again. Th- those are the guys that were were not benefits uh, beneficiaries of the Hans device, right? At least in the enough. NHRA. My, my point had really had nothing to do with the starts or pulling the shoots. It was just the rattling of your brain with, again, what started out mm-hmm. as six thousand horsepower now made its way up to thirteen thousand. I don't know how the hell in the hell they did that in the span of about a month and a half. I think they just add <laughs> they add a couple thousand every time you ask them about it. Right. Oh. Yeah. You know, we're going to slow these cars down, but we're going to put another 2,000 horsepower in this <laughs> engine. <laughs> what? You're going to do what? Wow. Coming up in a moment, your stat man, Scat, and a rising WWE superstar. Uh, she'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> One of 
Formula E has been knocking down problem after problem since it started racing eight years ago. Open-wheeled electric racing started off needing two cars to get each driver to the checkered flag. Batteries were that bad. But technology has advanced way beyond that. Cars now reach maybe 200 miles an hour with all the braking done on the front end of the car. There's even energized spots on the racetrack that drivers can use in their race strategy. Told problems now have to do with the tracks themselves. Uh, Formula E series brings special systems to charge the cars during an event. The issue is not enough tracks in America have infrastructure to support an entire electric field through the weekend. Maybe only two can meet those needs, and that's one of the reasons most of the races are done on city streets where the power is. Again, I'm told this too will be overcome like all the other hurdles faced by Formula E. Manufacturers are standing in line to race electric cars because car makers want to race where their checks and technology are on display to sell you something. That's why they write those checks in the first place. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. LucasOil.com, a great website for you to visit weekly. They have a product feature of the week. And if you go deep into their website, you'll find plenty of products to keep that 67 Mustang or that brand spanking new F-250 fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com for more information. Still some comments coming in regarding the Bubba Wallace-Kyle Larson incident in the infield. Uh, if you didn't see the incident, just punch in Bubba or punch in Kyle, <laughs> and it'll come up on Twitter. That's all you got to do. Punch in you really had to go there. Punch, oh, punch in. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. You're funny. And what's it? I, it seemed like it happened a week ago to me, even though it was what, four or five hours ago. He didn't punch, right? He just kind of pushed. Shoved, I right, Swabby? It wasn't a full fledged. He didn't come with a roundhouse, did he? It was a very, very harsh shove, similar to what you would see in this in a scrum. After, uh, during like an NHL scrum, like after a goalie makes a save and people oh. start pushing and shoving. So he gets a roughing, he gets a roughing minor for Bubba Wallace. A two minute, a two minute penalty. Vacation. Yeah, there you go. A two minute penalty. Yeah. Two put minutes him, for roughing, Bubba. To put him in the penalty box. Right. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Typically, what tip, well, typically, which seems to be thrown out the window when it comes to NASCAR, they'll, They'll certify the race on Tuesday, right? Is that still a thing, Crasher? <laughs> they don't certify races. Penalties come out on Tuesdays, though. Yes, that's what that's what they do. They used to report to the red trailer, and <laughs> anything's liable to happen in there. Yeah. So we should hear if there's going to be any type of punishment against either of those drivers. We should hear it on Tuesday. Yes, and, uh, and it, it will be regarding on track and off track, I would assume. So maybe like Wimpy, he'll gladly get paid a hamburger on Tuesday for a punch today. 
Crasher, do you have any idea what uh, Statman's talking about? No, I don't. Okay, there you go. Richie, I know what? you have no idea what he's talking about, right? I thought Rich- you said blimp. Of course I do. Yeah. What's your Yeah, you always get your stamp cards when you when you go there and they and once you fill it up, they give you a free one. Oh, yeah. we're talking about, man. You guys don't know. No, we no. Well then explain. Again, uh, listen, we don't need to go there. It's a rabbit hole. It's the stat man's quote stuff from the freaking fifties. Like in the majority of our audience is gonna <laughs> Well, that's that the majority of the NASCAR audience. You want to talk no, about NASCAR? No, 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 no. That was no. like black and white Popeye, too, Statman. You didn't even go with color Popeye. You, comment, know, man. you knew what it was. Yeah, but I'm not the, our target audience, man. It's younger than me. Quote something from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, Michael J. Curtis, he knows. Michael J.'s my buddy. Yeah, he's got my back. Way to go, Mike. MJC, that's my guy. Right. <laughs> Statman is going to be calling him with some temptation lyrics here. <laughs> hey, guys, you remember this song was released last week? Hey, we do we do better with temptation lyrics than Kyle Larson throwing his car all over the racetrack. Oh, oh there we go. There he goes. Kyle Larson was racing. Come on. Yeah, well, so was Bubba was- until he got hit by Kyle's car. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bubba did not have to come back down and intentionally wreck Kyle. No, he didn't. But his, Christopher Bell, his, Bell. His steering was broken, and that's where the car went. God. Uh, <laughs> Well, okay. You don't believe you don't believe Wallace. You don't believe Daryl. You think Daryl will tell a story about that? Hey, I'm a Daryl Wallace fan. I did not. I fully saw retaliation though in what he did, and that I'm not a fan of. The fight off track in the infield. That to me, I like that stuff. It's given us a full freaking show to talk about something rather than sure. you know three lead changes and two cautions. <laughs> and it's it was only in the first six hours. <laughs> right. Come on. I mean, it, 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 again, that wrote our show. That wrote that itself did. right there. When crap like that happens, it's like, touchdown. Yeah, what else happened? Oh, yeah. A couple IndyCar guys tested a Formula One yeah. car, but who cares? We had a fight. And, who cares? And again, we, we do we want to spend 20 minutes talking about Leclerc's freaking Leclerc, Leclerc, whatever. Leclerc. Leclerc's freaking birthday for 20 minutes? No. Was it birthday this? this weekend? Was it really? Yeah. No, I can, give you, I can give you an hour on Abu Dhabi last year in F1, but he's got to <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. If we're going to just go a little bit into F1 right now. We got a minute. Okay. So Red Bull went over the cost cap. And there's hardly any penalties, at least not the one I'm seeing. That's no, ridiculous. it's Red Bull for crying out loud. They stole a championship. You think they're going to penalize them for because it cost them too much money? Slowly, I turn. It, they that need man. to see that's BS. I mean, no wonder he's a freaking champ. Well, soon to be champion again, Max Verstappen, because you only spent thirty million dollars no, over the cap. He's got his second championship in Japan last week because they bent the rules again. So what happened to the Dodgers when they overspent by two hundred million freaking dollars? That's baseball. <laughs> Suckers. Oh, speaking of, how'd your Cowboys do tonight? I, I, the game's off, Crash. I noticed I, that. Listen, I, I usually have a TV right over here, and it's off. So did they lose? Yeah, they lost. Uh, speaking of overspend. No. I know there's cap there. I know. That has nothing to do with it, Crasher. Stop it. Yeah. WWE Superstar next. Speed 
Creeds. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Welcome back to Speed Freaks, everybody. But, you know, hey, when you got black cats walking across the studio, anything's liable to happen, you know? Yeah, so Kenny's having technical difficulties, so it gets to be the Richie and Statman show for about the next five minutes or so, <laughs> or so because <laughs> Crash is having tech difficulties. Uh, Kenny's having tech difficulties, so it's just me and staff for the next few minutes. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Are there any uh, new any new uh, input for the social from social media? Uh, there there is a few. There is a few. Uh, I will go through some of these now? Facebook comments here. Your boy, your boy Michael J. Curtis here, Statman says he did lose a lot of respect for Bubba today, not on the track, but off the track because of the the shoving incident. That's kind of what I'm seeing a lot too, Statman from. A lot of the comments, and I didn't get to a lot of them, at least bringing them up here on, on the YouTube stream, at least. But uh, a lot of people are uh, not the biggest fans of Bubba. But in my opinion, Statman, it, it, I, I don't blame Bubba for what he did. We know he's an emotional driver, right? We've seen that on time and time and time again that Bubba Wallace is one of the most emotional drivers on and off the track. So in a way, it didn't surprise me what he did, did today because we know how emotional he can get. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, he did. He did uh, take some stuff in his own hands. He's got a a lot on his mind right now. He's got a new car, new team. He's running at the front of the pack like he used to, and uh, you know he's not used to that. So yeah, he's got a, he's got a lot that's happening, and he's got a he's got to win. He's got to do better than he running in twenty fifth and thirtieth like he was for a while this year, and that's starting to happen. Uh, in fact, he sort of mentioned that. He said, look, I'm up here to win. I'm at the front of the pack now, and if they got to race me that way, then I don't like it. And uh, he showed that. And I still think that Kyle Larson has to take some of the blame for this. If he's going to throw his car around and slam people into the wall, then he's got to you know, take some blame for causing some accidents. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see how the most drivers react to this. Cause I, I, I wonder if that driver input from Kyle from others is going to have anything to do with any ramifications we may see, because if Kyle shows up to NASCAR hall, or like you said, the big red truck, as it was back in the day. And he tells NASCAR, like it's a, it's um, it's done, it's over. And he doesn't want anything else to happen. Then it becomes like a dead story come Tuesday and, and bubble walks away without any ramifications. Yeah. I think probably what's going to, it's going to be difficult Let's you know deal with the four hundred pound elephant in the in the room. It's going to be difficult uh, for them to penalize uh, Bubba, the only black driver in the Cup racing, uh, with especially with other drivers doing the same thing, and they haven't penalized them to any great degree. But I think probably he'll get some uh, a warning, maybe probation, maybe a financial fine, and some points taken away since he's not in the playoffs uh, and he's risen up, so he's not going to have any impact on his. Uh, uh, I forget what the program that they have next year where he gets uh, appearance money. That's not going to have much impact on it. So uh, it's not going to be a big thing 
because you know somebody ran into him and he responded. And if he holds to this story that something happened to his uh, steering, then it's going to be difficult for them to uh, uh, throw a lot of uh, uh, serious problems his way. Yeah, we've been talking about this all night long, and I have yet to actually get around to playing what Bubba actually said after the race. Again, we're waiting for for Kenny and Crash to reconnect with us here on Speed Freaks here on a Sunday night at Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. Here's what Bubba Wallace told Marty Snyder after the crash, after the altercation with Kyle Larson, uh, courtesy, of course, of our friends at NASCAR on NBC Sports. What happened? Cliff Daniels said, if that wasn't retaliation, I don't know what was. Was it intentional retaliation on your behalf. Clint's smart enough to know how easy these cars break. So when you get shoved into the fence, like deliberately, like he did, trying to force me to lift, steering was gone. So just so happened to be there. Um, hate it. Hate it for our team. Um, fast, super fast car. Had no short run speed, as you were seeing. We were kind of falling there. Larson wanted to make a three-wide dive bomb. Never cleared me. And uh, I don't lift. So I know I'm kind of new to run up front, but. I don't lift, so wasn't even in a spot to lift, and he never lifted either, and now we're junk. So just a piss-poor move on his execution. When situations like this happen, Bubba, at this speed, is retaliation an acceptable thing? Stop fishing. Stop fishing. I'm not fishing. I'm just asking you. Let's also talk about the message you wanted to send to Kyle by going up to him after the incident. He knows. He knows that what he did was wrong. Uh, he wanted to question what I was doing. He never cleared me, so... Um, just hate it for our team. Our McDonald's Toyota Camry was super solid. Just needed to find a little bit on the short run, get the balance where we needed it, and it would have been just like Kansas. But now the car's jump. There's always unintended consequences when something like this happens. Christopher Bell was a part of that. Clearly, a Toyota team made in a playoff driver. Your reaction to that? Sports. <laughs> what happened? Sports. Sports. Yeah, I mean, what what more could he say? You know, it's, it's going to – if he comments on that, then all of a sudden uh, you've got a whole nother thing and he's going to be even more in the headlines. He said the right thing. It's sports. Leave me alone. He did say the right thing. That is true. And he did not comment on retaliation and just accused him of, of fishing, which I find pretty funny. And then not commenting on the Christopher Bell thing. He knows if he would have commented on that. Then everybody would have said, see, it, so it was retaliation. You just said you apologized, you know, if he would have, and you apologized because you retaliated. So, yeah, there's you're right. The way he worded it was actually wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, it's, it's over. What more can I say? Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's like your attorney tells you, be quiet. Let me answer. Let me talk this. You know, <laughs> it, now we're in law and order. <laughs> So it'll be curious. Again, we are back. We had some technical issues with computers, but that's just typically when you have the ghost in the machine, that's what happens. No, that was Verstappen. No, but no, yes, I think it was. it was Bubba. I think Bubba, Bubba just bounced off the fence in Vegas and decided to come through Vegas and oh, me had, off the freaking. Oh, black cats walking across the camera. Yeah. That's that's the problem. <laughs> and it's not even Friday. It's a damn black cat walking across the screen. It's today the 13th. No, it's the 16th. You know? 16th, three days after, man. Uh, Freak Nation, if you miss any of this show, you can watch it on YouTube or any of our Facebook pages. It's up there for you. And you can listen to it at speedfreaks.tv. We'll have the full show up there for you tomorrow morning. We can download it when you're headed to work, when you're jogging around your snappy little neighborhood. Uh, go to speedfreaks.tv. You guys were talking more about what happened between Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson. Again, my apologies regarding 
uh, Raquel Rodriguez, WWE superstar. We'll get to that interview. By the way, that full interview is up on our YouTube page. If you look at that video of Bubba and Kyle, and Kyle's looking at him going, bro, I don't want any piece of you. <laughs> he kind of quivers and turns. He goes, I don't want any of this. <laughs> and Bubba just said, you know what? You ain't You're got no say in this matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're quivering right now, and I'm going to take advantage of that. And, but here's the – I don't want to say strange thing. You just we, – we can't even act like we know what it's like to run a race car almost 200 miles an hour for three or four hours or play in a three-hour football game and get your head knocked off numerous times and then have a microphone stuck in your freaking grill. We can't even pretend to know what it's like to do that. So uh, one reason why I say that is – Kyle and Bubba, as far as we know, have been straight up dudes for quite a while. Friends. Uh, they've, they've had each other's mm -hmm. back on numerous occasions. That's why I'm curious. Was it something that was made up? Because this was totally off character for Bubba. For what me. do you mean made up? You mean, do you think something else is going on yeah, is in there their something relationship? Else going on? Yeah. Yeah, Stat and I were just talking about that while you guys were gone, too, and I brought this up to Statman, and he disagreed with me, which is Bubba Wallace, to me, as far as I know, I've watched him on his Netflix documentary series. Um, I believe it's called Race, and it's great. And for me, Bubba Wallace is maybe one of the most emotional drivers mm -hmm. in NASCAR, for me. You can see he wears it on his sleeve in post-race interviews and on and off the track, showed his emotions back in Talladega, back in 2020, uh, coming back um, from, from the pandemic and having all the drivers around him on pit road. He's an emotional guy. And I think that's what happened here. His emotions got to him here, and that's why he reacted the way he did. Well, I go back to my seventh grade football team when I had to tackle my best friend, Tucker West. I was playing a defensive lineman stat, man. I was all probably, you know, 75 pounds with these pads for days. Uh, I had one one hand in the dirt, and I had to end up tackling my buddy Tucker, and I felt horrible. I felt horrible. I could only imagine going after one of my dudes uh, like that. But again, I don't know what it's like to run a freaking race car at 200 miles an hour. Then, hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, to have another car sitting in your lap and knocking you into the wall, you know? Uh, yeah, that's we we don't know, and we can uh, everybody can theorize. All the keyboard warriors and social media, they could theorize the car. He could have run, finished running the race. We don't know that. Uh, so, yeah, the car didn't look bad from the outside, but if it didn't have any steering, he was along. He was a passenger in the car, log for the ride. Uh, but I still think that Kyle Larson triggered the whole thing, and he's been doing this, you know, all year. Not all year, but he's done it several times this year uh, where the car has been less than controlled. He used uh, his four tires plus uh, Wallace's four tires to stay on the track. And he knocked Wallace into the wall, damaged his car. He said the car was junk. So, uh, you know, I, I just choose to believe it. You don't have to, but I choose to believe him when he said the car was done and the steering was gone. Crasher, he won the first stage and, Mm -hmm. According a to car. a lot yeah. of folks that were watching the race, believe he had a car to win the race. Mm -hmm. If he was sitting mid-pack or a back marker today, would we be going through the same discussions? 
Well, yes, because you, you never think? give up. Yeah, you never give up. If these two still had an altercation, I disagree. Uh, no, yeah. yes, be a, because be a the different discussion that we're talking about. It's it's what happened on on track. We're debating whether or not Bubba Wallace retaliated against Kyle Larson on track, which is a dangerous move. Mm-hmm. And then we're also talking about the fight in the infield afterwards. So yeah, it doesn't really matter where Bubba might have been running front, mid pack, back. We had issues on track and off track, and that's why we're talking about it. Freak Nation, we'll close up the shop. Coming up next, Speed Freaks Pits and Luke Soul Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, I want to save you 100 bucks. Looking for a new set of tires for that snappy SUV or that passenger car you got out front? How about up to 100 bucks back when you buy four qualifying tires from our friends at General Tire? If you buy those four qualifying tires, you'll get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. For more information, go to General Tire slash promotion, and you'll be able to find out more about how you can save up to 100 bucks from our friends at General Tire. Richie, did your uh, National Football League team win today? Yes. My Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, are now 3-3 three and three this year. Hooray! Wow. The NFC West is bleh, kind of a joke. Why would you say that, Crasher? Cardinals, Seattle. That was a horrible game today. San Francisco. Didn't they lose to San Francisco? Is also now three and three. Oh, it's just. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Statman, how'd your Browns do today, babe? Did they play? Yep. Oh. Then they lost. <laughs> You're not uh, giving up already, are you? Oh, I gave up when they made a big hire over in the offseason. I'm a Bengals fan now. D- your whole life you've been a Browns fan. You are not a Bengals fan now. I'm not going to cheer for criminals and perverts. Well, I I got it. Yep, 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 yep. I thought you, you gave up on the Browns when that, that Skipjack Flying J boy bought that uh, bought that team. Speaking of yeah, it took me it took me a while to get over the fumble and the drive, but right. I'm not going to get over the pergrits and criminals. Bang! Oh, how do you really feel? You can email him. Crash G. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> uh, Freak Nation, thank you guys for being a part of this. Sorry about the little glitch with Raquel Rodriguez. We will get to that interview. <laughs> next uh, week. next week all right when your computer takes a big old dump so does part of the show <laughs> it's all right i think that man and i did a great job i'm personally. sure you did uh, you two residential professionals you got this thing going on <laughs> yeah, i like how i chimed in i saw you guys talking i chimed in i'm like they can't hear me mm-hmm. <laughs> speedfreaks.tv is the website be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter facebook we're there for you man Sports Map Radio Network. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Lucas Oil Map TV and General Tire. Stat Man, let's shoot the juice to the moose, all right? And cut it loose. Yeah. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.